challengers are becoming more and more relevant, right? If you see how many people switch accounts, the top places where they switch to are, are some of the challengers. You see the quality of service tables, the traditional banks are in the bottom half of that table. Hello, welcome to VNext Remix by Veritran. This is the podcast about how digital technologies are overturning traditional financial services as we know them. In each episode, we speak to leaders at the front lines of digital transformation about the future of finance. I'm your host, Katie Janos-Small, CEO and founder of Upana. And in today's episode, we're discussing digital customer experience. My guest today is Diego Garay Cochea. Diego is Chief Operating Officer at Parser, a digital transformation consultancy based in London. Diego has an impressive history at the leading edge of innovation and finance, having been co-founder and managing director of Crealo, which is the open innovation arm of Credit Corp, a Peruvian financial group. Diego has also worked at Boston Consulting Group, Oliver Wyman, EY and PwC. Diego, welcome to VNext Remix. Thank you, Katie. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here talking to you about this very interesting topic. Diego, what are some of the digital customer experience trends that you are seeing emerge this year? Let me let me talk about some of the ones that I have seen firsthand and, and comparing uh, how they are developing uh, in different markets, right? Uh, if you think about Latin America, uh, I think there was a lot of um, digital uh, adoption and penetration. And a lot of the, especially financial services, were arriving as, an, as a possibility, as a service to people who didn't have the access, right? Or was too expensive in their traditional models, right? And you have many cases and many examples across um, Latin America in Brazil, in Mexico, and Peru, basically uh, banking apps or banking-like apps, right, from either banks or from uh, new newcomers, uh, these uh, banking challengers, right? You have the new banks or Nekis or or, or, or Match in Chile or, or, or Yap in Peru uh, or many, many in Mexico. And I think that evolution will probably continue. Uh, it's getting to a point where uh, there's there's starting to be a lot of competition, especially in the more developed markets, especially Brazil and, and Mexico. And the experience is now very polished. If you see what you can do and how you you can do it with a, 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 an app, uh, what services you get access to as a, as a regular person, they are quite uh, accessible, they are quite convenient, they're very user-friendly, you can do a lot of things, you can have an account, you can have savings, you can invest in stocks, you can ask for loans, it's all very simple and many more people have access to it right now. So now it's evolving to something that we already see happening in the in the kind of UK or uh, Europe, right, uh, this, which is the other market I have direct exposure to. Um, now we see more edgy products coming in or with more uh, with bolder propositions for example in mexico recently you saw uh, revolut offering free remittances 
which is a very bold move, very convenient, helping a very wide market and attend, like serving a need. It is not that there was there weren't remittances, but you know, starting at that point, uh, it's very it's very uh, a very attractive proposition. Yes, that was a really big move from Revolut. Hey, so how do you see things playing out in Europe and the UK, where you're based? I think that those markets were always serve, right, uh, in terms of access to uh, financial products, but you are seeing an important switch. Uh, The challengers are becoming more and more relevant, right? If you see how many people switch accounts, the top places where they switch to are are some of the challengers. You see the the quality of service tables, uh, the traditional banks are in the bottom half of that table. If you have top 10, they are in the, like from six down, right? So that is, uh, it's, it's, it's already happening and those uh, newcomers are becoming more and more relevant players. They are becoming more relevant. How are they doing that? Well, on one hand, they have a better experience, right? The, how you manage your, your access and all the services you get through an app or the web is, is very, very convenient, right? And that has been... Uh, that has allowed them to to make some inroads. Um, they offer a wide product range, and that's also very convenient. However, I think that differential it's probably not going to be sustainable over time, right? Uh, because the banks may be slow, but they they do move, and at some point they will catch up, right? And they are catching up in many ways. For example. A very recent um, uh, uh, like uh, development in this market was uh, JP Morgan Chase entering the retail market in the UK, right? And they are entering with a with an app, and they are offering a very aggressive uh, cashback uh, enticement, right? And that is what many banks will do once they match the experience they will come up with ways to attract customers or retain customers through promotions or uh, discounts or any other ways of uh, uh, that they have uh, where their muscle and their size can can make a difference right so so in terms of the digital experience i think uh, on the more purely financial services product, the way that the changes that came from the uh, improvements and experience are starting to to have less of an impact and now we're going to move towards more of a competition on the on the economics uh, or, or what the the customer gets right but that is if you look at it just purely from the financial services product i think if you go beyond that to what's really coming ahead it's more about all these financial services products that are uh, becoming um, part of larger journeys. And that is actually picking up a lot, right? You have a lot of the social commerce happening uh, directly and financial services being just a part of it, right? Uh, and you have a lot of the traditional yes, uh, e-commerce, right? Where you have these 
buy now pay later solutions that are now quite widespread but are picking up in terms of, of, of relevance right so that will make financial services product and the players in it um, like a secondary participant in here it will not have the relationship the relationship will be with somebody else and these players will be um, the ones that have the the offering either the social media platform or the the e-commerce e having the the upper hand now further ahead if you project yourself you do have in the horizon uh all these um metaverse uh, environment uh, where things are happening it has a lot of potential right in the sense that you can have a whole economy reflected in that metaverse and let's call it metaverse let's call it you know these decentralized uh, ecosystems that the blockchain technology allows right so basically if we just talk about something very tangible you can be somebody working you don't have an office you don't have uh, any any tangible uh, element you just provide your services you get paid in that environment you get paid like in ethereum or any other way and you buy your stuff in there you could be full you can be complete as an economic player in that environment and every player every service provider can exist there you can have a bank there right that takes deposits that makes loans right as they already exist uh, and that has a huge potential i mean it, it's all unregulated and may, many people may be um, wary about that uh, but that already exists right so many people may be attracted to that and once it becomes more accepted mainstream um it can displace and, and, and replace some of the existing players in the real world Although I think that's a few years ahead, but that is happening, right? And there's a lot of investment into the startups and companies that are have presence in that market. So it's something definitely to a space to watch. I'm curious to dig more a little more into your comments about social commerce and the metaverse. How do you how do you see the role for banks? I mean, is there a role for banks in those um, interactions in the future? I think you can separate the banking role from the banking institution. A, a banking institution is defined by the space in which they operate, the regulator that, that, that oversees them, right? And a lot of, a lot of um, rules that are set for that, right? But the banking role in itself, it's, it's a, a, a maturity transformation role, right? Basically taking deposits and making loans. That's why I'm managing risk in the middle and may facilitating payments, right? That same set of functions can operate in this in a in a blockchain env environment they actually they operate can a bank let's say i don't know citibank set itself up in that space and start doing the same thing you can say well they have actually the an upper hand because they are known if you have a query or a, or, a, or a complaint against them, you know where to find them, right? So I would say if they wanted to do it, probably they are in the best position to, uh, you know, uh, set themselves up and scale 
in that new space, right? If they don't do it, somebody else will do it, right? And probably there are a lot of people who are doing it, but as a user, you may have, you know, reservations about, you know, trusting your money or your information or to somebody who does not provide the same level of guarantees as a regulated entity will uh, it does provide, right? When it comes to the business model um, evolution, I think a lot of the examples that you that you're um, that you're putting out are around payments, right? Payments facilitation, including international payments. What about in the maybe the lending space? How do you see the transformation evolving in in, in lending? There are um, different paces at which this this is changing, right? So so let's kind of maybe uh, uh, sort put an order in terms of lending from the smaller, more frequent loans, let's call it credit cards, or, you know, very, very short term, small, small amount loans, to larger, more complex loans. For example, if we're talking about digital experience, more about people, let's talk about, you know, mortgages, some of that, right? So to the extent that there is more certainty, more standardization, and they are uh, more more frequent, it's easier to convert to digital versions, the, the first ones, right? The ones that are more um, standard. The journey towards fully digitalize, digitalizing the, the more complex one is still, is, is happening, but at slower, a lower pace, right? Because it, it, there are further elements that need to be developed. Uh, in, in, for example, uh, auto lending, what I have seen that has changed is that, uh, and, and you were referring to business model, I think the business model is changing a little bit because normally uh, when you talk about lending, it's all about, you know, I lend you some money and I get some interest and that's it, right? Uh, what has changed, especially with the buy now, pay later uh, players, is that uh, the money is no longer in the interest you charge, right? The money is more about, you make money because you enhance the uh, sales conversion uh, or you fund yourself from the uh, merchant discount rate that normally the, 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 the merchant has to pay, right? So that, that is an interesting evolution, right? And you can see uh, things happening there and that market has been uh, active. Diego, it's time for us to pass to the go over to the rapid round of five uh, five quick questions. Are you ready? Fire away. Which book are you reading right now? So I, I am starting to uh, read a book uh, called AI Twenty Forty One by Kai Fu Lee. It's somebody who wrote a very interesting book a few years ago about AI and the it's basically about how AI is going to transform many of the activities we see today. It's, it's, it's very interesting. What is the best piece of professional advice that you've received? <laughs> well, somebody told me, uh, a former boss uh, told me about trying to build, when you're working, trying to build something called uh, followership. So basically trying to, you know, inspire the people you work with mm. to follow you not because you t 
tell them to do something, but because they see in you somebody they want to work with and they want to follow. So I try to apply that. Mm, interesting. Diego, what is the app that you use most? I always have in my uh, in my phone a, a, a game, a whatever game. I have Switch games, right? And I always play that game. And I, that's the app that mm-hmm. I use the most. That's the embarrassing part. My excuse is that I actually know that gaming industry is is very good at understanding people and kind of managing the uh, uh, the way they behave and how do they provide incentives for to, for the people to do something. Or, or another thing, right? So I try to understand how are they influencing me to do one thing or another. So I always can see, oh, they did that. And you can see some trends and patterns across those games. All, all in the name of research, of course, of course, yeah. Diego, when will we stop using cash? Uh, I would say fully never, but I see uh, basically milestone where at least in developed markets uh, where we will see uh, a very a decrease an important decrease in the use of cash and that is when uh, they adopt this uh, central bank uh, digital currencies right interesting and finally who else do you recommend that we invite onto the show Wow, interesting. So I would say, <laughs> invite somebody from the gaming industry. I think they, they are quite advanced uh, and not only the behavioral part, uh, you may have heard that uh, a lot of the development in computing power came from uh, development in gaming, from like the visual part that uh, kind of require a lot more computing power. And those were taken to processors uh, for computer, faster computer. So that is uh, an additional way where, where they have uh, advanced uh, beyond just entertainment. Diego, thank you very much for taking the time to speak today. It's been a pleasure uh, chatting with you. No, it has been my pleasure, Katie. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you for tuning in for this new series of Venex Remix. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and turn on notifications to be the first to hear the new episode. We'll be back soon with more Venex Remix insights.